Hi, everybody. I'm Mark. I'm Britton. And today we're going to talk about one of the greatest movies ever made. Uh, um, arguably the best sequel ever made. Yeah, it is arguably that. Um, <laughs> it's either that or maybe Poltergeist 2. I don't know. Uh, uh, well, no. So anyway, the movie we're talking about is Terminator 2. It's one of my favorites. So uh, uh, let's just jump in and get started. Um, now, the important thing to remember about yeah. this movie mm -hmm. is that I saw this one before Terminator 1. I guess that's not the most important thing to remember about this movie. <laughs> um, but it is something to kind of remember uh, for me, which is I saw this well before I saw the first Terminator. Yeah, same here. Uh if I if I did see the first one, I, I was much too young to remember because uh, I, I was probably still an infant. Yeah. So this this movie is um, this was kind of a movie that I grew up with. I think that both of us kind of grew up with. Yeah. Uh, I got this when I was eight years old. Um, I got this for Christmas when I was eight years old. I remember it was one of my mom's friends uh, brought it in. Someone she worked with at the diner bought it for yeah. me for Christmas. Oh, that was nice of her. Yeah, that was a him actually. Oh, that was nice of him. But um, but I loved this movie. I watched it so many times when I was a kid, over and over and over. So uh, yeah, Terminator Two. Yeah, uh, I when I had this growing up, uh, like someone uh, gave it to us on bootleg, oh. and. Yeah, uh, we had you know we watched it there. My sister would uh, watch it all the damn time. Mm -hmm. uh, I didn't like it growing up. Uh, I, I I thought it was a little bit too serious for me because I, I didn't watch anything that wasn't cartoons. Okay. So uh, yeah, if any if it wasn't cartoons and there was a lot of uh, there was a lot of swear words. Yeah, I, I think it was the first movie I ever heard an f bomb in. Mm -hmm. and, and there's a few. Oh yeah, quite a few. I. I do remember. Um, it's interesting to say that, like, you, that your sister liked it, and yeah. and that you didn't. I remember when we first saw it, um, we we rented it from Blockbuster actually, and we had like a you know the family gathered around. We all watched it, and mm -hmm. it was just uh, like I remember it was right before I went to bed. You know, go to school the next day, and I remember I was so pumped up from this movie, just oh, how yeah. awesome it was. And then you know later on I got it on, for Christmas on yeah. tape. So um, for the three to seven people who have never seen this movie. Yeah. Uh, why don't you give a little bit of a synopsis there and we'll go from there. So when last we left off, Sarah Connor... <laughs> uh, so uh, the movie takes place uh, about 10 years after the uh, the incident of the first movie. Mm -hmm. uh, Sarah Connor is locked up in an asylum. John Connor, uh, no longer a concept, now a little boy, mm -hmm. is you know put into foster care and is a little bit of a, you know, rambunctious little shit. Yeah. Uh, uh, there's a, a commotion in a truck yard, and uh, lo and behold, Arnold comes back. Yep. And, and the Terminator from the, the first Terminator, he was sent back in time to kill Sarah Connor. Yeah. And uh, now he's on his way to go, uh, presumably, to, you know, kill John Connor. We don't know. We just know that he was a bad guy last time. So he must be a bad guy this time. Yeah. And then there's another guy uh, who comes in and uh, punches a, a, well, we think he punches a police officer in the stomach and then uh, takes, his takes his gun. Uh, yeah. Uh, maybe. And, and, and his gun. And, uh, it, you know, lo and behold, uh, it's revealed that uh, Arnold was sent by John Connor in the future to save his younger self. And the, uh, the 
the bad guy, the T-1000, was sent back to kill John Connor. Yeah, and is an advanced liquid metal liquid metal prototype. So basically, uh, it's a race at first for these two entities to find John and either kill or save him. And then from there, it's uh, they pretty much try to destroy uh, Skyne or Cyberdyne, yeah. which uh, is going to create basically the uh, nightmarish future yeah. in which the machines rise. Yeah, Cyberdyne will create this advanced uh, microchip, which uh, the government will use to uh, build Skynet, which uh, kills the world. Yeah, so... Um, so basically, they're trying to prevent that now, um, and they yeah. find the guy who kind of, you know, makes all these discoveries about these, you know, all this computer stuff, and they, you know, ask him very nicely to stop, <laughs> and and he does, uh, for all intents and purposes, but the T-1000, the bad guy, is, yeah. con is on their heels the entire time, and it kind of results in a final showdown in a steel mill. Yeah. And that is a, that is a very, very broad overview of a wildly yeah. entertaining movie. It, it, it's a movie that very rarely stops and gives you a chance to take a breath. Like, I, I can I can talk about the neat shit that happens in this movie all day, so let's talk about some of the neat shit. If you haven't seen this movie before, what the heck is wrong with you? <laughs> uh, it, it's, you know, I know uh, it, it's a movie that, oh my god, it's almost 30 years old now. <laughs> and uh excuse me and uh, it's it, you know all these years later like these special effects still hold up like yeah. it, it was one of the first pioneering movies to really uh show what cgi can do i know mm -hmm. there was uh you know before before that james cameron uh worked with the abyss mm -hmm. and you know before that you had uh you know a lot of disney movies like uh uh, uh, you know, Tron Gus. and the, the you know the last Starfighter and stuff like that that really had cartoonish uh, CGI in it. So uh, yeah, so this movie still holds up today. I yeah. think is what you're saying. Yeah, like it, it, it holds up uh, and really was the the granddaddy of what became modern special effects. So, uh, I know you mentioned, obviously, the special effects, um, but that's not the only thing that I think is, you know, it's impressive. Like, I, I always talk about how movies have a, uh, have, I need ideas, you know, yeah. and some movies, you know, especially modern movies, a lot of times there's just not a lot of ideas to go around, or they yeah. have one neat idea that they just kind of, you know, they try to stretch out as long as they can. Well, this movie has a lot of neat so many neat ideas that they just almost never stop. Mm -hmm. uh, the central neat idea, really, is the T-1000. Yeah. Like, uh, they they pretty much, uh, they they came up with a great idea for that and, so, you know, pretty much executed almost everything you could do with it. And, and, here's, and here's the thing, like, a lot of times when you see a, a really cool movie with a really cool idea, um... You can say that. Well, I would have done this. I would have done yeah. that. You know, like you think of other things that can be. There's so it's it's so disheartening to watch a movie with you know a cool idea that doesn't get used yeah. right. You know, um, but this movie utilizes this uh, this T1000 idea mm -hmm. like pretty much to a an extremely satisfactory level. Yeah. Just about everything, almost everything that you can think of 
that this T-1000 can do. It, you know, they kind of show it. Thanks. Like, and you can almost feel like uh, Cameron has a little bit of that uh, that sense of wonder, too. It's like, hmm, yeah. what would happen if it got frozen, you know? <laughs> he, he's like the uh, the Walt Disney of violence. <laughs> like, uh, like ha, ha, you know, had we been, uh, like, our age, oops, uh, our age when we were, uh, our age now when this movie came out, we would watch it being like, I would have never thought to have done that. Yeah. Like, that is such an innovative idea. Like, you know, for example, uh, the freezing the T-1000 uh, with liquid nitrogen and then shooting it. Yeah. Spo- yeah spoilers, yeah. if you didn't see this 30-year-old movie. But, you know, such a, a, an idea I probably would not have come up with. But, you know, such a, a novel concept and a beautiful execution. Yeah, like, um... Like, all right, so we have this liquid metal guy. What can we do with it? All right, we can, you know, make a bunch of knives and clubs and everything yeah. like that with it. And, yeah, they they do all this all this work uh, that they can do. Like, again, like, all right, you shoot this guy a million times, and he's not going to go anywhere. He's just going to, you know, he's just going to tank all these bullets and just keep on coming. Um, and then, like, he'll stab through an uh, elevator and then pry it open it's like you know, yeah. everything that you can think of that this guy can do they do it like yeah. oh sh- what happens if you shoot him in the head with a shotgun uh, his head splits in two all right then he just <laughs> heals himself back up like, like it does slow him down a bit uh but yeah he noise him <laughs> it, it's like a, you think it's like a bee sting for him no i don't even think it's like that i just think it's like uh i think it's if you're walking sometimes and then you get some water in your shoe because it's raining and it's just you know it's like it might make you stop for a second like ah uh, it's, like it's like wet socks yeah so it's not a detriment it doesn't hurt him but I do think that it's just annoying it's just like another thing that, <laughs> that he's got to deal with yeah, I, I know he was pretty much created and, and sent back in time uh, to kill John Connor but do you think it was like oh, what a day at work like, everything that could have gone wrong went wrong. Like, if he succeeds and he goes back, you know, he, he goes into the future and he comes home and everything like that with his robot uh, T-1000 wife. Yeah. <laughs> like, Who looks just like Robert Pattinson, oh, yeah. but in a wig. I mean, Robert Patrick. Yeah, Robert pa- I always get those two confused. Um, so, uh, I mean, Robert Pattinson is pretty funny, too. Yeah. Uh, but he, you know, walks in the door, Oh, hi, honey. Hi. <laughs> like, oh, what a, what a day at work. Well, I might tell you, like, yeah. first... I get shot in the head, and that just kind of splits apart. And then I get <laughs> shot again, and it's just a big old hole, a big hole right in my eye. I, I, I imagine it, he, he starts from the beginning, like, okay, oh, the boss sends me back in time. I can't go on uh, the usual detail that my other buddies get to go on. I have to go back to 1995. Or oh, ni- man. Uh, I think it, it was supposed to take place 95, in 95. Yeah. And then, uh, so they sent me back in time, and then... Uh-huh. Uh, uh, they send this big Austrian back yeah, they, in time, and then it turns out the you know those other assholes who are sh- always shooting at us, they send their guy back in time, and I can't kill the kid. Like I, you know, I meet his dumb step parents and their assholes. <laughs> but this kid, he's he's just wily, you know. He just keeps on just almost making, almost get him every time. And I, I had access to his police reports. The kid's a little degenerate. You know, you know it, it, give it a few years. I think I think nature will take care of this one for yeah, us. Yeah, I, I don't think they needed me to go back there. Like, I think he would have, uh, he probably would have just OD'd on his own. So, uh, you know, so this Austrian guy, like, punches me, punches me, 
you know, throws me against a wall and punches me right in the goop. And like, you know, and then, then, this motherfucker shoots a grenade launcher, <laughs> a grenade right in, right into my stomach, blows me up. Oh my gosh! And, and and you have you ever seen a human steel mill? It makes no sense. There's wires coming down. There's things. There's pulleys here and there. They have they have chain. They have a go, chain going they, right into the steel. They, they have the chain going into the steel to make more chain. It's 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 it's, it's bonkers. The, the whole thing. Like, can you believe that there exists a a human place back in the human days uh -huh. where there was just a pit of molten steel. Like, a pit. I'm not even talking about a little, you know, pit. I am talking about a giant chasm full of molten steel. What are they doing? And, and they don't even have a rope around it or anything. People <laughs> could just meet Mr. Magoo their way into the steel. There's a little, there's one little chain that, you know, that fell down. <laughs> it, it really wasn't holding on too much. Oh my gosh, you know, I... I, I really hope that OSHA goes, you know, and finds us. <laughs> I, I, like, this steel mill is getting closed down. Uh-huh. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I, I have, uh, metal eggs for dinner. Like, I, I imagine, <laughs> I think I said this before, but I imagine that, uh, you know, T-1000 is a fantastic cook. Yeah, because yeah. he can make <laughs> pots and pans with his hands and everything, you know. It's a shame that he doesn't eat. He could never appreciate what he, uh, his innate abilities. Like, I imagine him on, like, a Top Chef program, or, uh, or he goes on to Hell's Kitchen, you know, and, uh... Yeah, or, uh, I imagine he's, uh, what is it, uh, Iron Chef. He uh, goes, he's literally the Iron Chef. <laughs> and he just, you know, makes these, uh... You know these these master class chefs look like look like look a fool. You think he would just uh, uh, who's that chef that uh, always yells? Gordon Ramsay. You think he would just run him through? Well, I was, yeah, I was gonna say like Gordon. He goes on to the show and like Gordon Ramsay's like, Mister One Thousand, step forward. That that's a good Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> oh, uh, oh, I, I don't know what he. I don't know how he sounds like. Your mashed potatoes were bland. They were bland. What kind of? What are you cooking with this? Look at you. Still have you still have pieces of fucking celery stuck to your <laughs> to your hands? Look, and he's like looking at him like, yeah. hey, what? What is that? What is this? And he's like, you know, making like he's got still got like eggs yeah. on his like whisk, you know. <laughs> and the T1000's like, you know, getting yelled at, and then just just runs him through. You think he runs him through, or do you think he cries? Oh, he runs him through. He lets he lets the guy get you know he lets Gordon Ramsay yeah. get his you know get his piece out. And he's like nodding along. You know he's mm -hmm. like. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Anybody else have something to say? Nobody, huh? No, okay. okay. <laughs> well, uh, I guess I was expecting that. I don't yeah. know what else I was expecting. No, I, I imagine uh, you know he he uh, the T one thousand leaves and Gordon Ramsay just continues uh, berating another chef for their shitty piece. <laughs> I imagine. Uh, the ghost of Gordon Ramsay starts berating, you know, uh, people now, like, like, cause he can't taste things anymore, and now he's even more angry. <laughs> there was, I don't, I don't even know what how, I don't even know how food works, so I don't know what, uh, what things he could be yelling at about, like, uh, like, you know, what, what's a thing that it could go wrong in a kitchen? You use too much pepper? I don't know, I don't, I don't cook. Uh, I guess well, I do fire. cook, but, you know. <laughs> a fire could be something that goes wrong. <laughs> The T-1000 trying to put out a fire. He doesn't understand, you know, <laughs> because he doesn't know what fire is. I don't yeah. know why not. Well, I don't but know why. You would think so. Nah. 
Like, I, I imagine, I just imagine a restaurant burning on fire. Like, it's a full, like, uh, class 10 fire, and he just walks out like he walks out uh, after the, uh, after <laughs> the, the car accident. Yeah, he walks out after the truck explosion. Yeah, where he just uh, kind of brushes himself off. Yeah. He's like liquid. And, uh, yeah, he just, don't put out an oil fire with water. And that's the PSA. And, they, <laughs> and he walks away. Now I'm thinking of the T-1000 having like a, uh, like an 80s kids cartoon, you know, and that's like one of the PSA he delivers at the uh, the end of the episode. <laughs> he, he does it with Alf. <laughs> that would be great, the, the super, or the cartoon all-stars who want to try to stop the kid from doing crack or, yeah. Was, you know, or weed. Um, but it's like, it's Alf, it's the Ninja Turtles, you know, it's Winnie the Pooh and the T-1000. <laughs> and... and I, I get, well, they did the drug one. What, what couldn't couldn't another one be? Like uh, theft? Uh, yeah, yeah. Or, or graffiti? Okay, that's yeah, good. Graffiti. Like the kids doing the graffito tagging, and uh, you know, and like, oh, you can't do that. That's Alf. Yeah. Hey, what are you doing there, punk? It's not a good thing to do. I, a, I can't do an Alf impression. I, I, I used to be spot on with Alf. Oh man, what, that's that, depressing. Yeah. Hey, Willie, look at this fucking kid. What's he doing? Oh, I don't know where that sounds. Ah! Oh, that ruined the bit. Yeah. yeah. And, and then here comes the T-1000, telling him to get out. Get out. And then <laughs> runs him through. <laughs> we gotta stop inviting that guy. He- what? He's a villain! Why are we putting a villain to tell kids to stop doing stuff? Like, well, there's actually- I can always imagine there's a certain level of logic to it because it's like, Alright, what do kids like? They like the fucking titles. Yeah, um, oh yeah. They, they like ALF, I guess. <laughs> it was a different time. And they like the Terminator 2. You know how many fucking Terminator 2 toys there are? Scores of Terminator 2 toys there was, are. Was there a cartoon? No. But there is a- You, you would think there because I, I think there was an Aliens cartoon. Oh wow, was there? I believe There was a so. RoboCop cartoon. Yeah, there was. I mean, I had a bunch of Terminator 2 toys. Like, did. you didn't? No. no. That's right, you didn't like the movie. I had, let's see, I had a board game of Terminator 2. It was shitty. I'm going to describe it, but it was a shitty game. There was a, uh, so you had the board, it's laid out like a regular game board. Yeah. Um, like, there are, along the edges is a path, you know, and it's a circular path, pretty much. Uh -huh. And in each corner... Um, and then one corner, it's where everybody basically starts, or everyone starts in a different corner. But in, uh, one corner, there's a microchip, and one uh -huh. corner, there's a, uh... Arm. Arm. And the other corner, there's something stupid that you need. I don't know, like, a, a key card. Okay. And what you do is you have to, you know, roll the dice, walk around, you know, each time, you know, and get your one of each thing. Yeah. And then when you get all three of the items, then you go to the middle of the board, where the steel mill is, and you have to, like... Keep on rolling the dice until the uh, the the T one thousand falls into the the molten uh, steel. Yeah, that and then does that's so shitty. Yeah, it was it was a shitty game. And, and I will amend my statement. I okay. did have one Terminator toy briefly. Okay. Uh, I think for my birthday I got that kit uh, where you uh, you know, you mix the powder together to make mm -hmm. that uh, uh, that skin. alginate skin mm -hmm. and uh then you could do the battle damage yep and uh and, and you know from uh the little action figure you put in there and i we i was trying to do i was doing that uh trying to put it together mixing everything up and there's like a, a plunger uh that you uh you know you put this 
uh, all this together and you yeah. push the plunger and it'll fill up the cavity that makes the Terminator. Yep. And for some reason it was not working with me and I would push and push and push oh, until no. just this pink splatter just shot out everywhere. And, you know, from there we were like, all right, well, I guess we're returning this toy. <laughs> I... Oh, go ahead. Because it all it did was just make a mess. I had, I think, the exact same toy. Uh, my plunger worked, and I gotta tell you, you weren't missing anything, because it was basically, like, you, know, you mix it in, you, you put the water or whatever yeah. in, and you mix it and put it in a plunger, and you fill it up, and you let it sit, and, like, it was always runny. It would never stick, it would never stick to my, uh, Terminator or huh. clump. You know, so it never worked. It never worked for me. And I remember later <laughs> on, um, once I ran out of like the the official stuff, I remember just putting flour and water together and putting it on there. And the funny thing is, it actually worked a lot, did, did a little it? bit better. Like it clumped a little bit more, but I mean, it just it was still too runny, so it never worked for me either. But I, they came with like two uh, endoskeletons. Huh. It was a, a gray one and a black one. And, you know, they were just like the robot things. Yeah, yeah. They were stiff, but, you know, it was still in there. And I would just play with those. Like, <laughs> I would just have, like, you know, a good robot and a, and a bad robot, or two bad robots, you know. And, like, I'd have my other toys fight yeah. them. Like, all right, now, um, now the Ghostbuster, Egon, has to fight, <laughs> has to fight these, uh, these Terminators. And, uh, and also Bobby from Bobby's World <laughs> has to fight these Terminators. I I was very strict with my action figures. I would not let my action figures uh, cross between universes. Like, oh, really? Yeah, I, I, I <laughs> it, it was, it was Boring verboten. Kid. I know. Like, it was, like, I don't really, you know, I think about it, I don't really play with my action figures rather than, other than study them. I would just kind of, all right, let's see how this mechanism works, and, you know, all right, let me pull them apart and put them back together, and... Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, I get I get that. I didn't do that. I actually play with mine. And the funny thing is, <laughs> sometimes, like, not only did they cross universes constantly, yeah. but sometimes they'd just be a different universe. Like, uh, like sometimes Egon would just be Bill, and, uh, you know, he and Bobby would be, um, from Bobby's world, uh, would be, like, Marty McFly, and, you know, now Who, it's back to the future. Who's Bill? I don't know, some random guy's <laughs> name. And yeah. I just make up my own adventure. You know, I... Now that I think about it, I played with toys like Egon. It's like, I had part of a slinky, but straightened it. <laughs> I would find toys, like, no matter wherever I could. I would open up, uh, I would open up board games like, yeah, I took the T-1000 action figure, yeah. or like a little <laughs> figurine out of the, uh, T-2 board game, and I played with it. Like, he, he joined the rest of the cast. Like, you know, the, uh, like, oh no, the T-1000! Like, alright, we're gonna have to cross the streams and blow them up. <laughs> Which I guess would work. Yeah. Oh yeah. Complete platonic reversal. Not maybe yeah, that. Yeah. Well, I'm trying to think like protonic reversal. If it's implying what it's, what you know, what it, I think it's implying, yeah, it would work on that and everything within a <laughs> within a major radius. Like it would, uh, like it would not only destroy the T1000, but probably the Ghostbusters. Oh yeah. Like good thing, I think it was the you know the corpse of the marshmallow man that absorbed a lot of the blast. Uh, yes and no. I like to imagine when they do it to the T one thousand that um that uh the uh dickless guy uh yeah. what was his name uh Walter Peck Walter Peck. I imagine that uh like the T one thousands like liquid metal just dumps on him like the the marshmallow man's goop but, but jumps on superheated. him. Superheated. 
from the explosion. <laughs> and and it's just liquid, uh, yeah, hot liquid metal just pouring onto him. And like, you know, like, yeah, it kind of runs across him like, like, you know, like a liquid. But by the time, like, you know, it splashes off him, there's just nothing but bone and melted flesh. Uh, I don't think it w does splash off him. I think the... the it's the, napalm? The, I, I, no, I think it's, uh, you know, the... The liquid metal heats and kills the T-1000 or whatever function it has, and it p falls on him and solidifies like an adamantium. <laughs> and That's it, terrible. And poor Walter Peck, you know, it, you know, is burnt and suffocates to death. Uh, see, I'm thinking that, um, that the, uh, the, the liquid metal comes down and lands on him. Like, it's still metal and it's still very heavy, so yeah. it just crushes him. <laughs> It doesn't just, you know, he looks up, and then it's just... Boom! It's like that glass from Final De <laughs> Destination 2. He, he is just... He is just goop. Yeah. <laughs> and the T-1000 just reforms yeah. and just, you know, just scrapes the goop off him and, and goes about his day. He, he wags his finger. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think that's what would happen. Uh, so the Ghostbusters are dead, and now so is everybody. Yeah. Now, uh, though, who would the ghost? Who would he be going after in the Ghostbusters universe? Um, Still Sarah Connor? Because uh, you know it is 1984 in the Ghostbusters universe as well. I'm gonna say, um, I'm gonna say, Winston. Winston, it turns <laughs> out, is the leader of the Resistance in the future. All right, in that universe, it's uh, Winston. Like, uh, maybe there's a. Hmm. Now here, here's another thing. Is, right. it, is the T-1000 based off the, uh, uh, the the same, uh, what is it? The the same technology that uh, what's his name that made the uh, the building? Gozer? Not Gozer. The uh, what's? His oh, name? oh, I know what you mean. Um, uh, yeah, the, oh. the the Shandor, Evo yeah, Shandor. Evo Shandor. You think it's based off like Evo Shandor technology that he's. Like, uh, he's still the T-1000, but he's powered by souls. Uh, yeah, I would, actually, I would, <laughs> that would be a really interesting, uh, thing. Like, now it's, it's not, uh, not just from the future. Yeah. I imagine that, actually, no, the T-1000 is from the future, and, alright, hear me out here. Uh, I'm listening. So, he gets sent from the future to, uh, destroy Winston. You yeah. know, because Winston is the leader of the Resistance. And, he overshoots it. You know, he overshoots it by, like... 70 years and Evo Shandor uses the you know the the liquid metal yeah. to make the uh, the Zool building <laughs> until the right time and then he just kind of breaks free and you know goes on his quest. Okay, so Evo Shandor is is the T1000. Um hmm I didn't think about that. I thought that he just oh, used the T-1000 to, you know, like... Well, well, my thought is They that, don't just build them like they used to. Well, you know, my, my thoughts were, like, Evo, Sh Evo Shandor was, like, this guy in the turn of the century that, you know, back during that, uh, you know, Aleister Crawley, yeah. you know, the, the, you know the, where occultism and, uh, and uh, seances were big, like, it invented, like, this new... I guess power source of this kind of new, uh, this new technology based off ancient uh, religions and ancient uh, magics. So, like, I, I always, I kind of imagine that, you know, my thing was uh, the T-1000 was sent back in time to get Winston because he is the leader of the resistance. Uh, because it's, uh, you know, the T-1000 is based off of that magical demon technology. I see. So later on, like he. Uh 
later on, um, the demon technology, like, you know, with the rise of the machines and everything, or the yeah. rise of the whatever it is. It, it's like this perverse hybrid of magic and technology. And so they use him to pretty much go back in time and get Winston. Yeah. And Evo kind of designed this prototype yeah. of it. And uh, I like to think that um, it's a very circular thing. I like to imagine that uh, the... When he's praying to whatever, like, you know, weird cult thing he is, you yeah. know, that that's when the portal opens and out drops the T-1000. Maybe it's just by sheer accident, you know, that he just lands there. Oh, and yeah. Evo thinks that it's a, that it's a soul thing. He doesn't I, realize it's a machine. I, I imagine, like, the T-1000, uh, it's not the same teleportation. I imagine, like, this fire pentagram forms on the ground mm, and then... I like that. Uh, th this, uh, you know, this metal... A uh, cylinder covered in runes, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, uh, rises up and then takes on a human shape. Yeah, yeah, okay, I can get behind this, and you know, then when it's time, uh, you know, it, it's time to you know, you gotta help out, um, you gotta help out Winston, yeah, or he's gotta go after Winston. But you know, I think about all right, they send someone to help Winston. Maybe it's Winston's son. Okay, like, like Winston is Sarah Connor. Okay, and uh, I guess uh, yeah, uh, what what would uh. Winston Zeddemore's son. Uh, uh, let's see. His name would be Charleston. Charleston Zeddemore? Yeah. All right. I'll t I like it. And, and oh, go ahead. Uh, and, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that, that's who they, uh, send back to get, uh, Winston, uh, Winston. Okay, so I, I'm also imagining that, um, the Resistance, they send back a lone protector. Yeah. Uh, to, to help out. And they also overshoot it. <laughs> and so he just kind of dies of old age before he gets a chance to... Make an impact, and it was actually Gandhi. Oh. Like he was—he was a peace—he was a peaceful oh, guy. Oh, so okay, so he's the opposite of the, the yeah. evil kind of thing. Yeah, and you know, Gandhi is like, all right, well, I'll, I'll, I'll you know, show, uh, you know, show up the this a peaceful path and uh, you know, nonviolent protest and all that. He changes the world, and Winston is actually a big admirer of Gandhi. Yeah. So even though he overshoots it, he still kind of, you know, helps complete his objective. Yeah, and, uh, you know, in the future, the English no longer have control over India. <laughs> and, uh, and it, like, the... Because I imagine, like, in that future, the, the English Empire never crumbled. <laughs> uh, not with, not with, uh, like, soul robots. No. <laughs> or, or... It's either that or the, uh... You know, the English Empire controls the soul robots. <laughs> like Alistair, Cr I think Alistair Crawley was Eng English, uh, and uh, you know, so yeah, it, he uh, spreads occultism, and uh, you know, he eventually, uh, I guess, usurps the throne of the Queen, and uh, you know, eventually spreads the English Empire, like uh, annexes uh, the American colonies. Mm, of course. Because he has an army of the dead. <laughs> he has an army of soul robots. Like, you don't, you don't need a lot of T-1000s in order to change the world. No. But well, he's got more than one, I think. Well, I imagine the soul robots are, are like, you know, advanced. Like, he, he invents the soul robots, like, further down the line. Okay. Like, he just has simple uh, armies of, of the dead. Like, he he unearths Washington to, to, give <laughs> the, uh, to give the English back the colonies. So he's basically like a, a necromancer. Yeah. And eventually, you know, he's a necromancer, but he's also a scientist. <laughs> he's like, listen, I can do both. And I, you know, eventually he starts working on the I, soul robots. Like, he, he uh, 
Uh, he he he's a necromancer, but he's not very good with the science, so he gets Edison on board. <laughs> and Edi uh, no, he doesn't get Edison. He gets uh, uh, Tesla. Tesla. Yeah, of course. It's all you know. That's why his ideas were so uh, considered so radical. Yeah, and it's like ah. Uh, I don't know, guys. Maybe we don't want soul robots. It's like nye, 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 nye. he, Edison is or not Edison. I mean, Tesla is the uh, he's the Miles Dyson yeah. of the uh, of the Ghostbusters universe. And you know, meanwhile, uh, you know, Edison is just ki you know kicking himself and killing elephants. <laughs> like. Yeah, no. <laughs> I was gonna do a. I don't know how much longer I can hold this with Tesla, but you know, I didn't feel like doing it. No, so. a <laughs> that's a long. That's a long way to go to. Like, I, like what would we? If if we're gonna inc incorporate a Terminator Two like film, uh, with a uh, like Edison and all this occultism, like what would his, like, what would the explosion be based off of? And you, know, you think so? You think he would just have a big. Uh, Tesla coil. Yeah. And, you know, what, surrounded by gasoline? Yeah, or, uh, surrounded by, like, I don't know, something, like, really old-timey and weird. Like, uh, you know, old-fashioned dynamite. Yeah. <laughs> just those... Oh, just peanuts. Yeah. <laughs> peanuts? Peanuts. Isn't there peanuts in dynamite? I think that's a, one of those weird ingredients. Or, Is there? I, I, I Or no some, something, like, you know, peanut-like, I think. I had no, I had no idea. I have no idea. I don't know how dynamite's made. <laughs> It's based off of peanut technology. It just it's it's written it has TNT written on it. Yeah, and those old crates of TNT, and it it's and whatever uh, uh, whatever is in his hand is over that old uh, TNT plunger. Yeah, <laughs> those old fashioned ones. Yeah, the, from the cartoons. Like I imagine now, I imagine it's no longer uh, TNT. Now I imagine it's those those circular black bombs. You know, <laughs> <laughs> and he's got the plunger there and. Uh, it's mixed. It's a mixed bag. It's yeah. the sticks of TNT, and it's the, uh, you know, like, instead of the barrels, they have, like, the little black bombs and everything. Uh, wait, well, there are the barrels of black powder. Of course, oh. and, uh... Oh. I thought I'd turn this off. And, and uh, uh... Yeah, so, uh... And he's, he's, he's holding up, you know, the, the once a Tesla coil activates, you know, it it's gonna trigger all this. Uh, I imagine it's a complicated Rube Goldberg uh, <laughs> uh, way of the explosion going off. <laughs> That involves the uh, the SWAT team to participate. Uh, <laughs> so they like actually, I imagine that he uh, when he drops it, like run, run, he drops it and like the coils start going, but yeah. like something doesn't trigger right away. So one of the SWAT team actually has to like push it over. Like I imagine he has his like his dumb finger to his mouth, like huh, and, out of curiosity, just spins whatever mechanism failed. <laughs> yeah, and it's like yeah, it was like. Like, oh, there we go. Gibbons, that's the bomb. <laughs> I'm sorry, man, but look how much work the guy put into this. All right, well, let's get the hell out of here. Yeah, I mean, it'll probably go off any minute now. Like, ten minutes later, it goes off. Oh, I, I guess we could have watched it a little while longer. Because <laughs> it did look fantastic. Like, I, I think we got a pretty good distance away. We saw the important part. We saw it kind of blow up there. Yeah, but the, 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 you know, like he had... He had hamsters on wheels. All those hamsters are dead now. Oh, yeah, they're, they're uh, you know... And, it's raining hamsters now. Yeah, there was, like, the, he had the guy jumping into the water bucket. Yep, yep, yeah, yeah, That yeah, guy's yeah. dead, too. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of... There's a lot dead here. Yeah, like, And I don't even know why, because, you know, he didn't destroy anything except himself. Like, his factory's right over there. It's still working. And, you know, and Westinghouse was gonna, gonna come and destroy that anyway. <laughs> 
It just seemed like a just seemed like a waste. We were, you know, look, they were they were they were set to implode it tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, so I, I don't get it. I don't get the whole thing. <laughs> so, uh, and that's why te that's why Tesla never made it that big. Yeah, because he he would have killed himself. <laughs> and if that's if that's gonna if that's gonna be the moral of the story is Tesla couldn't have been uh, given power. Yeah, if Tesla was given power and. All Tesla fans in here, you have to realize, he would have just killed himself in a, <laughs> in a complicated Rube Goldberg machine that probably wouldn't even worked for no reason. Yeah, that is a truth. That is a fact <laughs> right there. Though, well, yeah, that that does you know beg the question: like, if if Tesla had unlimited resources, what you know what would he do? Like, supposedly he gave plan you know pieces of plans to each world leader on how to make a you know a doomsday device. Hmm. Now that's interesting. I, I guess, I guess the logic behind that would be that, uh, all right, if we're going to destroy the world, I want this to be a group decision. I want, yeah. I want us to all band together. Like they, there's like nine pieces, and uh, each piece is separated and given to different world leaders. Yeah. Like, listen, if we're going to kill everything and everybody, I want it to be intentional. Yeah, it's probably some dumb turn of the century thing. Like, ah, it's a special lens. <laughs> Actually, I, I want to say that it is a very effective, like, death ray that actually destroys the world. And yeah. the only time that it ever, you know, the world leaders come together is during the rise of the machines. Yeah. Hmm. When they're like, all right, guys, uh, let's not leave something for them, you know. Yeah. If we're yeah. going out, we're taking them with us. And Tesla busts out of his grave. Like, he somehow, he knew when it was going to happen. And, uh, like, did one of those, uh... You know, like the the blowfish poison where you think you're dead, but mm -hmm. it, or whatever that that poison that you know puts you in suspended animation, and then comes back, or maybe you know maybe he's in five rings like Captain Planet. <laughs> See, I was thinking uh, we're not going down that road again. No, I was thinking uh, I, I was thinking something a little bit different, like. You know, this is all part of his plan. He knows he's gonna die, but I mean, if there if there's necromancy in this world, um, and he's got like a he's got like a special charm or something placed on him. So after he dies, like after the machine, the doomsday machine is activated and destroys all life on this planet, and also you know all robot life on this planet. Yeah, that's when his charm activates and he rises back up. So he literally has the entire planet to himself now. Or or maybe. Uh uh, he has like a special, or, or maybe he he knew uh, his life would not uh, last. You know, he would not live long enough to for the eventual robot uprising. So he saved his brain on several thousand Bakelite records, <laughs> and uh, and you know you have to play them uh, in the correct sequence. Like it's this big, complicated sequence of uh, record playing, uh, and, and it, it somehow forms the. Uh, you know the the neurons of of a brain. It's like this underground warehouse, the size of several football fields, just playing noise. But it eventually, uh, there's this like big uh, horn speaker that his voice talks out of. Like I imagine that the uh, there's there's maybe like like uh, ten ten thousand records, yeah, or something, and um, you don't know what order. To play them in, yeah. But there has to be done in a very specific way, so it's almost like uh, there's almost like a, a puzzle aspect to it that you have to put it like you know in the right order. But when you finally do, and you know, and then the uh, like all the 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 speakers going at once, you know, that is when you know that that kind of reforms his thoughts. 
it, almost it, and brings it back into this world. It, it's it, it's it's a cacophony of noise until uh, you know somehow the uh, you know the waves coalesce into a uh, into intelligence. Yeah, the sound waves kind of like form back into Tesla, and he yeah. is he is a creature made. He is a being made entirely of sound waves. Yeah. Uh, but here, yeah, he is a hair's breadth away from insanity because he is not, he he is not. Nature had never intended for that thing to exist. Now here's the thing: if he's a if he's a being made entirely out of sound, yeah. Like first of all, he can travel like 300 meters a second, or wherever, however fast. He can be that. pretty fast. Yeah, so he can like he can travel as far and as fast as sound travel. Like, I imagine like most of the time he can have like yeah. a corporeal shape. Yeah. Um, but like, let's say he's in a room and he needs to get into like a, another room. Like he can, you know, as long as there's a way for sound to travel into the room, he can get into that. He can go anywhere sound can travel. I, I, I guess if you're if you're going, I don't know if you're going towards the he could be a, a superpower. Like you could defeat him with a blanket. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Like there's there are trade-offs to this. Like yeah. um like he like I could stuff a pillow in the horn and he's done. Like uh well, I imagine once once the records play, he's there, you know. Yeah. He exists. Once that once that puzzle's unlocked, he exists and he is just pure sound that can do anything that sound can do, but there are yeah. trade-offs like he moves slower in water or something like that, you know. Because I think he would sound move faster than Oh, water. does it does sound move faster than water? Yeah, cuz I think it's more dense. Yeah, you're right, you're right. He also can like you know so he's quicker in water but um like if he's in a if he's in a open echoey area like if he gets into a canyon there's another for a version of him that forms you know a uh uh we'll say like a uh an a twin yeah an alternate uh, <laughs> uh an evil Tesla that is made of also sound I, I imagine a James Bond villain type device where they slowly kill him by sucking all the air out of the room and I was gonna say like you know, if you get into like a vacuum that will destroy him yeah uh, that actually you know that concept of a of a, a being made of sound is actually an interesting one that that I think that I think we might want to explore later yeah it's it's it, it kind of reminds me of a uh, something I, I read in a science fiction novel where uh, yeah, because uh, it was about uh, exploring the different types of life that could potentially exist, and mm -hmm. one was uh, just uh, intelligence forming out of these various convection cells. Hmm. And you know that that's kind of where where I got this from. Like you know, intel like somehow Tesla converted his brain into sound waves. Yeah. See, I don't imagine he's. Like once they once they play the once they play the records or whatever yeah. once he once he returns I don't imagine that he's just a brain like I said now I imagine he's like a like a glowing almost person like he just comes back he's like completely glowing or whatever he looks like a person but like if he wants to he can just turn to sound and travel through you know as sound I I I have a feeling that he is mostly just a brain and the, you know, he, he, there is a corporeal, uh, being created mainly for the convenience of whoever activates him. He, it's more of a conduit. Okay. And, uh, and the way, what I think he looks like, he probably looks like, uh, you know, kind of, you know how, uh, what, you know, what a person would look like when the, uh, when the film is kind of fluttering too quick in a, in a projector or it's not locked down. 
Oh, uh, no, that didn't work. Yeah, it's, it's kind of blurry okay, and, and okay. shifting all over the place. Okay, like, I, I, I he's not He's not really stable. Yeah, no, I, I can get I can get behind it. I actually imagine one scene where the, like, like he's trying to break into a bank vault. I don't know why. Uh, for and he's more funding because Westinghouse broke all the stuff. That's right. Okay, so that's perfect. So in order to get into this bank vault, he just you know kind of places his hand on the vault and then just kind of travels as sound through the uh, you know through the vibrations you know yeah. that sound makes against it, and then he's in the room. I don't think he would even do that. I think he would do because uh, his th big thing was uh, uh, resonance frequencies. Oh. So he would just find the resonance frequency, uh, resonance frequency rather, of, of the vault until it just breaks. That that'd be awesome. Like I said, there's a lot of ways we could really go with this concept of a a creature made entirely of sound that can uh, do anything that sound can do. But then again, like um, I imagine that they trick him almost like Doctor Manhattan at the end of uh, Watchmen, yeah. where they like, kind of lure him into this room, but it's a soundproof booth. And he- that's his prison. Like, he can't get out of this. He's stuck uh, in there. Like, uh, I don't know what he would do, uh, because he is, like, he would have to go somewhere, because he would- and he would just get absorbed into the walls. <laughs> <laughs> and- and that's it. He's dead. That's how they kill him. Yeah, because I, I, the- the only thing I could think of is that, you know, the, he creates an initial sound, uh, that is the- uh, that uh, creates kind of this cavity for the other sound to bounce off of. So he, he's self-contained, and that's how he creates kind of this body. And then, uh, if, if that, yeah, if he doesn't have that shell, he just kind of will, uh, you know, bounce everywhere and be absorbed by you know whatever. Mm -hmm. And once he goes in that soundproof booth, he's just, he, he, yeah, he's done. Yeah, he just, uh, like they locked the door behind him, kind of like they did to Frosty, you know. <laughs> I got you now! And he's like looking out though, <laughs> looking out at them, you know, or he can't. Think nasty. <sighs> oh. Well, so, we're all in agreement now. We're not playing those records again, <laughs> right? We're not doing this twice. The, uh, off, off the, uh, you know. Hey, off topic. Do you think? Do you think that guy intended to kill Frosty? Yes, he wanted that fucking hat back. It's his hat, you know. So he was willing to take a life. Yeah, it was a magic hat. Like, because now I bet you he's like, well, shit. I got like, I got blow up dolls at home that I can put this hat on, or something uh. else. I don't know. I don't know if it only works on snow. I don't know how the magic hat property works. Yeah. Yeah, they never really went or you know, went around that. Like maybe that rabbit that uh, uh, hocus pocus. Maybe the rabbit was um, a stuffed rabbit at one point. Or yeah, what happened? Like if you put it on the couch, would you get like a cherry from Pee Wee's Playhouse? Yeah, yeah, of course. Well, yeah, yeah, I get behind that. Um, but he only does like he he actually he's green in yeah. that movie, and that's because he he's dead. He's a corpse. They put hmm. the hat on him, and it you know. Reanimated, so he needs to get that fucking hat back. Yeah, when he when he has a bad day, uh, he comes back and puts the hat on the toilet before he uses it. <laughs> oh, oh, how's, oh no! I guess you had another bad day. Think nasty. Uh huh. Just get it over with. Oh, oh, oh thank you. What would, what would I put this hat on now? You'd probably put it on another one of your hats. <laughs> Let's see if it makes the you know. Let's see if it gets some of this hat juice into it, and maybe I can have a bunch of magic hats. <laughs> I don't know. What would you put it on? Probably, 
Uh, I don't know. I don't think you would. Put, I think you'd be afraid to put it on anything because you don't like inanimate objects. I moving. really don't. I don't like any of that inanimate objects coming to life. So you would just have it in a corner and you would stare at it with trepidation. The corner starts coming to life. <laughs> Hello. Ah! Throw it in a fire. The fire comes to life. <laughs> oh God. You made it, you inadvertently make an elemental god. <laughs> I would put it on, uh, I'd put it like on my soup <laughs> and eat my soup. Oh, hey, hey, what are you? Oh, that'd be awful. I would not do that. Yeah, why would terrify you terrify me? Why would you do that? It's like, I just want to, I, I, I don't I know just what I'm... I take a life. <laughs> I want to know how that feels, even if it's a soup life. <laughs> I'd put it on a pillow and have a friend. Hey, Mark. I put it on my action figures. Oh, I guess what would, you would have to put them in the hat. <laughs> it has the hat only works if it fits snugly on the you know if it fits on the thing like it it can't work on like it's not like molecules you know yeah. get life and sentience. Yeah, yeah, you would just put the the action figures and yeah, the action figures just go where the rabbit goes, wherever <laughs> that is. I would put it on books and just have them read themselves to me. Or mm. I could just get book on tape. Yeah. I guess I don't have to delve into the black arts yeah, for this. Yeah, it seems easier just to get book on tape than give things life. <laughs> I guess I genuinely don't know what I would do with a magic hat that brings uh, things to life. Yeah, I, it, it's really a power that doesn't really serve much purpose. I guess... Maybe I would, like, sell it to the military. <laughs> like, I bet you they would have a million uses for this hat. It would just, it just missiles. That's what they do with everything. Like, oh, how do we make better missiles? Oh, we'll put the hat on it. Talk about how smart these bombs are. I, th <laughs> I think they would, uh, I think they would extract the magic from the hat somehow, and they would just, like, yeah, they would, they would unman drones, but they would, like, kind of spritz some of the, they make it into, like, a spray, so they get to spray the unmanned drones that now have sentience and thought. And, uh, you know, they, they stop doing that after, you know, when the missile becomes self-aware of its ultimate purpose detonates. Now, I, I imagine they do it to all the drones and everything, and, uh, and that's how Skynet is born. Yeah. And that's what, that's what actually causes Judgment Day. <laughs> the hat from <laughs> Frosty the Snowman. It distilled into a spray. <laughs> Though I, I have a feeling the drones would just not do what they are programmed to do. Like, they just chase cars. Like, <laughs> like dogs. dogs. Yep. And, uh, yeah. That's why uh, That's why the hat spray failed. They spray it on the, the missiles. Happy birthday! <laughs> <laughs> you beat me to it. And on that note, Terminator 2 Judgment Day. Phenomenal movie. Fantastic. All these years later, still holds up. The special effects still uh, phenomenal, both digital and practical. Uh, if you haven't seen this movie, uh, you really you're doing yourself a disservice. Um, let's see. It has, like Britton said, effects are great. They still hold up after all these years. Um, the stunt work is great. The mm -hmm. I mean, the acting, the characters, mm -hmm. the writing, everything in this movie is top notch. So yeah, go ahead and check it out if you haven't already. And if you have, watch it again. It's a great movie. It mm -hmm. deserves to be rewatched. Absolutely. All right. Well, that's gonna do it for us. Take it easy now. Uh, Tulu. That'll hold a little sobs.